0: Welcome to Play the Advantage U.S. Men's National Team Podcast. I'm Danny Day alongside Cody Carlson. Cody and I were college soccer teammates, and we are big U.S. Men's National Team fans. This podcast covers everything U.S. Men's National Team related. All right, gentlemen, here we are. I'm here with Cody Carlson For normal, we've got uh, our first-ever two-time guest, Mr. Gabe Ramirez. Gabe, welcome to the pod, sir. Coming here with the
1: hot takes. So glad to be the second guest ever of this established podcast that's multi-country at this point. Um, I'm just here to bring the fire takes regarding the U.S. men's national team.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, Cody, Cody, how are you doing, too?
1: Good to see you. I'm doing good. I'm... uh... Happy to be back. Happy that this roster is dropped, and excited to see how uh, this group performs in this next October window. Uh, and always, always good to see Gabe Ramirez again. So, Gabe, here's uh, We want to hear what your thoughts were on kind of the last window of games. I mean, I think we gotta start with what was what were you hoping for? I mean, if you're telling me we're walking out with <laughs> what? Five points from three games. Yep. Yep. What do you expect for our next three games?
0: Nine. Nine, five.
1: Exactly. So if we're not, if we're going to keep up on a five point pace, that's not going to get it done. So for me, it's just not good enough. I mean, we got, in my opinion, lucky as hell in Honduras. I thought we were going to lose that game to be honest, straight up. And it was a great. Second half performance by the entire team. Um, you know, two in two in the last ten minutes. So it's I think there's a little uh you know, the score line's a little inflated, but I also don't think that Honduras is coming up to wherever we're to play playing that game and winning that game. So that means we take what, six points off of Honduras. Um, you know, El Salvador is gonna come up. I hope he win that game as well. So that should be four points off, off El Salvador. And you know, Canada, I I you know that's could be a toss-up game. Uh, <laughs> it could be a toss-up game. Um but, you know, all things considered, you know, we got the job done, I guess. Um, looking I, into guess. This, I yeah. guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. A little
0: bit, but, little bit shaky at times. Yeah,
1: I guess. Um, you know, if we, if, you, if we were doing this podcast at the halftime of the uh, Honduras-U.S. game, it would be a lot different story yes. <laughs> instead of the end of the game. Uh, in which case, we are all of a sudden five points instead of no points or two points. um yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think there's anything to write home about. I still hate the jerseys, and um, you <laughs> oh, know, I lo- love the
0: jerseys. You, love you, the jerseys. You, don't, you don't, actually love the jerseys, do you? I do. They, these are going to be jerseys we look back at in a few years, and say that hey, those were good jerseys. Those were good jerseys.
1: No, these, we're going to be back. These are the, another set of jerseys we didn't qualify for the World Cup with.
0: Well, if we, <laughs> if we don't if we don't qualify for the World Cup, that's that's true. Yeah, that would that would be. I would not like these jerseys. But that, that's a question. We'll get to the October stuff in a, in a second game, but. Would we? I guess a question I have for you is: if we had not pulled out that second half miracle against Honduras, would we have a different coach right now going into this October window?
1: I mean, the coach with the United States national team has always been a bit of a mystery to me. Like we've we've rotated through however many in my lifetime. They've all got decent results for a couple months and got terrible results for a couple months. You know. Greg won the Nations Cup and the Gold Cup within a span of however many weeks it was. And then, you know, started off World Cup qualifying with, you know, two ties and a, a win, I guess, um, down in Honduras. Um, but, you know, who do you change to, right? At a certain point, you know, you can cry as, as much as you want to want a different edge coach. But, but who do you want to replace him with? Do you want Jurgen back? Do you want Bob Brack back? No, no, okay. no. Who, no. who no. do you want exactly? So you know, Bruce. No. Yeah. Who, who do you want instead? So you know, I. I Ralph. I give it. Yeah, Ralph.
0: <laughs> Ralph for
1: I, I give the guy the guy his uh, his shot, and you know he's got trophies, so we'll keep riding with that. And luckily for him, the bar for qualifying is real low. So, uh, just got to make it there,
0: <laughs> man. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, right? A lot of there were so many ties in that first September window for the U.S. men's national. I mean, not just for the U.S. team, but so many other games also tied, right? So, we didn't see, I mean, Mexico's only at seven points, and then we're tied with Canada and Panama uh, at five, and you know, and tied for second. So, obviously, we'd love to be a lot higher, but uh, you know, the more time I am away from that window, the more I'm thinking it sure could have been. A, a lot worse um, and I think we all wanted to see uh, so much better um, I think it brought us back down to earth a little bit though right and, and I just realized that hey this is going to be uh, a lot more difficult than I think we even thought and that's after coming coming off of not qualifying for the World Cup I think I think the Nations League and the Gold Cup maybe it puffed our chests up uh, chests out maybe a little bit too much um, as we headed into this uh, qualifying window yeah definitely definitely um what do you think, Danny?
1: Should we run through our, our roster next?
0: Yeah, I wanna see I wanna hear I wanna hear some hot takes on this roster because I think that there's some interesting <laughs> ones. And I think that there's uh, some names I like to see and there's there's some uh yeah, there's some question marks too. So yeah, Cody, can you run us through those?
1: Sure. All right, so we'll start we'll start from the goalkeepers. So Zach Stefan and Matt Turner. Uh, no surprises there. Sean Johnson's called up instead of Ethan Horvat. Because uh, which he needs- I think is he- interesting. We have a quote on that though, right? Greg thinks he's got a new coach at uh, Nottingham Forest, so he doesn't want to pull him away from uh, that club. Also, that was my question to be: are, Do we know what leagues are taking this window off? Are, is the MLS taking it off? Is the English Championship taking this this uh, international window off? Because that was going to be my question too. You know, regarding some of the, the U.S. men's calls from MLS. If if the MLS is still playing, why are we calling these guys in and? and hearing Greg's quote, uh, regarding Ethan Horvath and wanting him to get used to a new coach at nine and forest, I think it is, um, you know, who, who are all, which leagues are taking this window off? Is this the official FIFA window across all, all scopes or, or, or what?
0: It It is an official, an official FIFA window. I mean, everyone, Europe's doing their qualifiers, South America's doing their qualifiers. So, uh, in theory, uh, I would think – and I would be surprised a little bit if the MLS was not taking these off. Um, I mean, I know during the Gold Cup and things like that, there, uh, you know, the, the MLS continued to have games. But I believe during qualifiers um, – and, again, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I'm pretty sure that there there is a break here, you know, for about the what, yep. week to 10 days. Yep. yep. So,
1: but, yeah, Horvath fighting for the job at Nottingham Forest. And, and so I think maybe – Greg's saying, yep, yeah, stay there, Ethan, and continue to fight. For that starting spot, and we'll call Sean Johnson in. Um, but at this no, because... point, it's still it's still Turner. I mean, yeah. it's Turner's it's Turner's to lose still. Yeah. I mean, even Zach Steffen, who we who we used to think was uh, was the main guy, I think he's he's uh, he's behind Matt Turner until Matt Turner loses the job. So, yeah. um, quick question hey, quick...
2: though.
1: Yeah. Do any of us know are 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 the Revolution good? Are they winning? Like. <laughs> Just out of curiosity,
0: have you been following them lately? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Are the <laughs> revolution good? They're, they're about to win the support, supporter shield this year. Uh, oh, is that a thing? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. They're okay. they're in uh, fir- they're uh, in uh, first place by like a long shot. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, thanks. yeah, yeah. So they're they're legit. And because Turner's he's been, in goal, uh, man. Any questions? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that's why he, he yeah. is the sole reason why they're winning the supporter shield. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you, you look at his stats, though, and you're know, not, not only for the revolution, but for the U.S. I mean, he's a locked-on starter until he makes some major mistake, which hopefully he doesn't, right? But until he makes any sort of major mistake or mistakes for the U.S., I think he's going to continue to be the starter. I think Cody and I are on the same page there. And I think, Gabe, I'm, I'm sure with what you've seen, you're probably thinking him over Stefan as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: I don't have any, many positive things to say about Zach Steffen right now. <laughs> <laughs> until you can, until you start or don't start the, the, you know, uh, leak cup and let the ball roll through your legs, then yeah, uh, yeah. The only, uh the only positive thing you could say about Zach Steffen is that he tested positive
2: for COVID <laughs> in the last hey, uh, window. Put it up me. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, boy. Uh,
1: but Three. also, like, uh, can we t- discuss like why is? Has Sean Johnson ever played for the U.S. national team? Like he's been like, I feel like he's been the third goalie forever. Like he always gets called up, but has yep. he ever actually played? I don't, I don't
2: really know. They, but. they,
1: need a, they need a third goalie in the pool just for training purposes. But <laughs> man,
0: I would be, I would be. A little hey, he's concerned. fine. No, he's good. Yeah. I would be a little concerned. I mean, obviously Greg must rate him enough to bring him in, but I mean, you hope. I mean, but the thing here's the thing, right? I mean, Stephen tested positive last camp, so say that happens, to say. One of yep. our other goalkeeper. I mean, it can dwindle pretty quickly, right? Or right, someone's sure. in quarantine or something like that. Say,
1: Stephen and, and McKinney hang out for a night. Anything's possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. All right, moving on from the goalkeepers. Yes.
1: We'll move up into uh, into the defender pool.
0: The fa- okay. the, my favorite group. My favorite group. Your favorite group. Oh, Richards.
1: Yeah. Well, Leading it off, Danny,
0: your man, Chris Richards.
2: Been saying his name.
0: Up. Been saying his name for, well. And before the podcast even started, but well over a year, and yeah. uh, ready to see him hopefully get a shot to actually contribute.
1: Yep. Well, I, I'm gonna say yeah. well over well over ten years to be honest. Yeah. He's been saying Richards. <laughs> yeah, since Richards was, was you know eleven. Box. Since Richards was like eleven years old, Danny's been a Chris Richards fan, <laughs> calling for yeah. him to get called yeah. up. Honey, Richards up. <laughs> right, uh, okay, right. Chris Richards. Uh, obviously, John Brooks, um, Miles Robinson, Mark McKenzie, and Tim Ream was initially called up, uh, but due to family reasons, personal reasons, he stepped away from this camp, and Walker Zimmerman gets the call there. So it's Brooks and Miles Robinson would be, in my opinion, the two top guys, um, Chris Richards, Walker, and Mark McKenzie, all kind of battling in, in those spots underneath those guys um, in terms of our depth. So Danny, right. Mr. Center back. Yeah. What's your well? What's your I think as we saw
0: in the last window, right? We're going to see some rotation here. I mean, almost right. guaranteed. You're not. You're not going to see John Brooks go ninety all three games. Yeah. One, he didn't perform well in the last window. So I mean, in a lot of. I, mean, I think in, in my mind, he's still a starter, um, but he's got to really turn it around in that first. I, bet, I better see a 180 degree turn from him in that first game, assuming yeah. he's starting in that first game. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm gonna guess we're gonna see him and Miles Robinson in that first game, but. I think there's a good chance that we see either Chris Richards or Mark McKenzie in the second game paired with Miles Robinson. I think Robinson is going to be probably your locked-in starter, uh, hopefully, again, all three games, assuming full health and everything like that. So, um, But I'd love to see Chris Richards get a chance. I mean, again, Richards um, has been in the fold since um, even previously, uh, what was it? I guess it would have been fall of 2020. He's in some of the friendlies, things like that. Um, getting called in. Then he had some injury things over the summer, so wasn't called in the Nations League or Gold Cup. Was with his club, had a club situation, right? So he couldn't get called in the September window because he was getting loaned over to Hoffenheim. Mm-hmm. So finally, during that September window, he kind of figures out his situation there at Hoffenheim. Now he's getting settled in, playing at a you know mid mid level Bundesliga Bundesliga team, uh, performing well. And I'm excited to hopefully see him get some minutes and really um, show that he has the ability to do that. But again. For me, it doesn't matter who gets in there and gets it done. Just, they got to get it done, whether it's Mark McKenzie, Walker, Zimmerman, stepping in there too. They, Whoever performs well, I'm gonna be ha- I'll be happy. If if they're not performing well, then they shouldn't play. So I'm um, just hoping guys get chances. Yep. No, that's well said. I think uh, you definitely
1: laid out your case for Chris Richards right there. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see him too. I think we could talk about that a little bit um, later on when we kind of talk about uh, roster changes and, and for the different lineups for the three games, because um, I, I know who I would play and and not play in those three games. So, but um, so we move to left back, left back. Where's Conrad? <laughs> Where is Conrad? That's not what not right We're not we're not there yet. Gabe, Gabe we'll I know you to... I know
0: you like the attacking players, Gabe. But we'll, we're, we we take hey, left back methodically. Nah, left back,
2: right
1: back. Left left back. No left back.
0: He's 11, a seven or eleven.
1: Come on, Gabe. All right, He's a your three. two, he's your, a three. two three, your two threes here in this <laughs> camp are Anthony Robinson and George Bello. So Anthony's obviously the starter. Bello is a reserve guy, um, but Bello can come in and, and do a job if we need to.
0: Well, so, let's hope Anthony's the starter. Is he, are, are we going to see Greg try to um, really play with things again and move Virginia over to the left just because he's yeah. playing more for Barca, or is he going to push Virginia not. at the right?
1: I hope not. But yeah, m- moving over to the right side, I mean, obviously you got Sergio Des, DeAndre Yedlin, and Shaq Moore gets the call-up. Right, so you got three right backs and two left backs in this pool. Um, and I think you're looking at Sergio Dest as kind of that option to play as a left back if you need to. I don't personally like it. I think he's better on the right. Um, I think it's too cute. It's too fancy to try to play him on the left. And uh, I think he's not a good enough defender on that side, let alone on the right side, in my opinion. Um, but
0: uh, well, especially because yeah, I mean, you got he, Anthony he, Robinson playing well now too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so th- those are your twos and threes. Um, it's a good pool. I, you know, Reggie Cannon got snubbed, maybe, um, but I, I don't. And the guy think,
0: hasn't even—he hasn't been no, playing he, over in Portugal. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, and then Sam Vines, George Bellow seems to have gotten ahead of. Of him, but I guess the, the major um, snub here in the outside back pool is Joe Scally. And I know, Danny, yeah. you're a big Joe Scally guy. I mean, the kid's 18 years well, old playing for Motion Gladbach and hey. absolutely tearing it up. He's playing 90 minutes and I mean, he's, he's
0: killing it. Hey, you, you look at guys playing in the top leagues around the world, Joe Scally starting a locked in starter there in the Bundesliga play, can play left or right back. And so, yeah. in my mind, I mean, again, we saw the issues with the roster numbers that we saw in this last September window, only brought in 26 guys. Weha got injured. It moved down to 25. So, Greg, I mean, I'm just thinking, why not call in a bigger roster? I mean, what's one more guy? What's one more outside back? Bring Scully into the fold. Get him introduced to the guys. Get him at least training and seeing how he performs. Even if he's not going to play much or at all, you at least get him in there so you can see him. And again, he's playing incredibly well as an 18-year-old at the Bundesliga. So why, why could he not play? I mean, Gabe, are you... One of those guys who's going to say, "If you've never had experience, you're not going to be out there in the field." I mean, or what, what, where's your thought on that one?
1: No, I, I'm I ride with Joe Scali too. I just wanted a quick point. Reggie Cannon's hurt. That's why he's not on the team. I don't think Shaq Moore would be on the team if Reggie Cannon was fully healthy. Just playing with Boavista in the in the Portuguese league. I think that's a great experience for 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 Reggie Cannon. Sure. Um, but yeah, Joe Scally. I mean, hey, looking at the way his team responded to his goal on uh, Saturday, what was it Saturday as well? You know, it's. you yep. think he's the what? The fifth eighteen-year-old and in, and in Gladbach history to score, uh, or eighteen-year-old oh. and younger and and younger? Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, to be honest, I'd never heard of him before he started busting into the first team scene at, at Gladbach. And has he ever? Has he's never debuted with the? He hasn't debuted with the full national team yet, has he? No. no, he's
0: never gotten a call up. Yeah. So. so,
1: you know, there's a lot of potential there. And I, I, I for one, am excited about it. And, it's, and that's, that's a team now that's tied with, with uh, Bayern Munich for first in the, uh, in the uh, German league. So, you know, it's not, a, it's not a bad team either. Um, so, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, hopefully, again, hopefully why, in the future. why not bring in one more guy? I mean, we saw that there was outside um, back issues in the last window, right? Um, in terms of having having enough depth you know when Sergio goes down then you're having Tyler Adams play at a right wing back with that whole uh botched formation from from Greg Berhalter in the Honduras game but um I guess I just don't understand why you don't bring in one more guy um it was a, a little surprising
1: why, why do we bring in Shaq more do does anybody know just out of curiosity he, he not was, there's anything he, wrong with him but you know well he was our uh he played he played a role in the gold cup in the Gold Cup win, right yeah. uh, throughout that well. tournament,
2: yeah. uh,
1: he got a goal against Canada. Got the winning goal. Um, I thought he was. I thought he was solid.
2: Right? Yeah, in the
1: Gold Cup, and I think just in terms of depth, like Danny's talking about, is it's not a bad guy to have um, as an outside back for us. You know, um, is he Brian playing Reynolds, for his club also, team? Does anybody know? Yeah, he, uh, well, he's
0: not. He's not playing much in the, exactly. In the, That's is the, it, it Tine, Tinebra, Right. Yeah, in the second division, of, right. second
1: division of Spain, we have the front there just sitting there. You know, he's a like winger, Gabe. He's not. He's left back. He's playing left back every game. Look at him. Ooh, okay, but Conrad? for uh, for U.S. Yes. national team, we have he's not, playing not like played a left,
0: him as He's playing left wing back for yeah. Marseille. Yeah. Well, we, drop him back, drop in, him in back it, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> They're not putting no. Conrad at uh, wing back.
1: No, that's a, that's a hot take, Gabe, that I'm going uh, right. to put out real quick. I'm going to put some cold water on that hot take because that All ain't right. <laughs> All right, we're done with uh, the back oh, but line. I see, we're, we're, We
0: do see you're a big Conrad fan, though, so, which I do appreciate. I, know, I, I, do, we'll, I do
1: like Conrad. See, the only thing now, Gabe, we still have to go through. We're moving back to front, so we're going to do this uh, midfielders next, and then we'll get to the wingers and the forwards, okay? So can you be a little more patient here? Here we go. I just want to play uh, ultra-attacking all the time. Sorry. I just want to play <laughs> ultra-attacking all the time. Yep, I hear you. All right, sixes. Uh, you got Tyler Adams, Kellen Acosta, John Luca Busio gets the call. Um, eights, Weston McKinney, Christian Roldan, Sebastian LeJet, Eunice Musa, and Luca De La Torre fills us out there in the central midfielder positions. Obviously, the sixes are, are more Tyler Adams, Kellen Acosta, and I think Busio. Um, and more attacking guys, obviously, are, are Musa, uh, LeJet, McKinney, and then Roldan De La Torre. Uh, I would say they're more eights slash tens versus sixes. So um, overall, I'm happy with this group. Um, I don't really think there's any snubs in this area. Um, curious what you guys have, have to say. Gabe, anybody in that in out of those central guys that you don't want in there or would switch someone in uh, I, in their place? My only thing would be if, if we're calling Musa in, we better be playing him. Yeah, you know, what what else is the point of calling him in if he's just gonna you know ride the bench, and not get cap tied, not yep. get um, yep. you know? Well, I mean, it's good to be part of the culture or whatever and have yep. the experience around the first team, but um, you know, as an 18 year old playing the Spanish first league, you know, uh, more than capable of holding down that position. Seems like a, a well liked guy around the league, around his own team. Um, are, are we incorporating him into this? system going forward or, or is he you know a a sideline piece and i think this is a good chance for him to kind of you know, along with uh Busio and and adams and a, a whole young host of 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 uh midfielders that we have coming forward and and who's gonna you know claim uh uh center stage there at 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 the sixth and, and the center of the midfielder
0: well i, I think musa has to be has to be incorporated gabe in this in this window and i think greg made a major mistake not playing him in the nation's league, but maybe there, again, there were reasons behind the scenes that we don't know, but you know, he said it was coach's decision. Didn't feel like it was the best spot for him to go in, which I think many of us disagree with, but if you're calling him into this window, he's, you, you got to think that he's in Greg's plans. Cause you're, you're not calling guys in who you're not going to play. There's no, there's no playing around with, with if you're on the roster, you're going to be getting into games potentially. Right. And they're not thinking about, Oh, maybe I, maybe I won't play him. I mean, I think at this point, Musa has really expressed that he's all in for the USA. He's been all in for the USA. And um, I, I think that Greg, I, I really hope. I mean, I see Musa as a starter myself. Do I think he starts in that first game? Probably not, uh, just because Greg will probably go with some more experience. Um, but I, I do hope that we see him um, for sure in either either the first or second match.
1: Yeah. Well, I, just to touch on that, Gabe, you saw Ricardo Pepe get cap tied. His first call up. World Cup qualifier, got cap tied. Uh, I would be shocked if the same does not happen uh, for Musa here in this. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's already six. It's already a sixth game with us. He, we, we, we could have cap tied him already if we really, if we really yeah. wanted him. I guess, but who knows? Yeah. The Nation League was a different. My question right. for you guys is: is here's the here's the hot take. You know, uh, love hot takes. <laughs> you know, you're gonna see this on on Fox Sports One tomorrow. Would Weston McKinney be part of the team right now if Reyna and Pulisic were healthy? Do you think they would have yes. called him in? Yes, yes. As a would, they, if, would they have called McKinney in if, if Reyna and Pulisic were healthy? You're, ta- you're talking about just with regards to his poor his decision-making. Suspension. Yeah, exactly. And his and actions. Who, who would you leave out? of? Because you have two players who, are, who would 100% be in the top 23 mm-hmm. you know, with, with Reyna and Pulisic. And, and then you look at the midfield, who, who are you leaving out then? Uh, Luka not... De Well, I, I hope so. And Buccio. Uh, and then, yeah. Are, are Buccio, though? I mean, over the, Rodon, Legette, Acosta? Um, well, oh, I, Acosta's I definitely you're, in there.
0: <laughs> you're, ta- you're talking about but Reina and Pulisic, I think, again, Greg sees them; those guys as forwards or wingers, right? He includes them in that forwards group. He doesn't include them in the midfield group. Well, I mean, at so, a
1: certain, it doesn't matter where you can – at a certain point, you only have 23 players, so – you either got sure. to, you gotta leave which four are you leaving out then? Are you leaving out Zardes for one of them or you no, leaving he, leaves out, out, he leaves out he lives out Paul Ariola, I think. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah right, that's that was, yeah. those are my questions. And, the, and Matthew what they, Hoppy. So no. let's just transition into the, the Yeah, there last you go. That's a good tra- a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, look at, look at you, Gabe. <laughs>
0: uh
1: so so our uh, our wingers here slash you know forwards. We'll just do the entire forward pool. Obviously it's uh, Tim Wea, Paul Ariola. Uh, Brennan Aaronson, Matthew Hoppe, Jossie Zardes, and Ricardo Pepe. Obviously, Zardes, Pepe are the main two nines that we have. And, um, you know, Hoppe can play as a nine. He can play as a seven or 11. And uh, so he has that duality to his game. uh, That's important. So, but, uh, you know, obviously Aaronson's in there. De Muea's back in, and then uh, Ariola's in again, which is uh, – it's okay, I guess, because Reina and Pulisic are out and, and no De La Fuente. So, what about p <laughs> Yeah, no p
0: no Yeah, DK, coach's decision, right? Yeah. No sergeant. No, yeah, that's so, a big one. I think that's really you, missing you may, sergeant, though? Uh, well – no, but it, it's a big. I think it's a big. <laughs> it's go, a Danny. big decision, right? Uh, I mean, Sargent's not in form right now, I and mean, he's not scoring for Norwich. Uh, I mean, I think
2: really playing. it was
0: more of yeah, yeah. and um, you know he he's not scoring for the U.S. men's national team, so I think you got a, R- Ricardo Pepe. You look at a guy like Giassi, who Greg loves, and played well in the Gold Cup. So you're bringing him in, and then uh, you're bringing in Hoppy, who is also you know dynamic for the U.S. and the Gold Cup as well. And I think having that personality. Whether he's playing as the nine or as a winger, I think we might see him in both positions potentially depending on the game. Um some, that swagger, that somewhat of cockiness, I guess, I think that which is something again that we were even missing a little bit the last window. So I, I like seeing Hoppy included. Um he's even been in his limited action for my orca looking decent so far. But yeah, I mean Cody, you said it. I mean we realistically, um you think that when you think of the US men's national team, you think of Christian Pulisic, you think of Gio Reyna. And uh, in terms of our, our probably our top two attacking threats. Yep. So not having those guys here is a big loss. Yes. With that being said, I, I do like the options we have going into this window um, with Timothy Weah, Brendan Aronson. I think those two guys are probably my two starting wingers right now going into that first game, assuming hopefully they're both healthy. Um, I would love to see those two guys, along with Ricardo Pepe, Ride the hot hand with Pepe up top, and and see what kind of action we can get going there against Jamaica. So I think that while we are missing some key pieces, um, I like what we've got there. Um, and, and then you've got again, you got Hoppy, you got Ariola, you got Zardes again, who I think who who scored some great goals recently. Hopefully he can continue that here uh, into this window. Yep, absolutely. What,
1: nobody's missing. Uh, was Giacatini or? I would say his name for Montpellier. G- <laughs> yeah, he's he's starting I mean not starting. He's he's getting in every single game for, for Montpellier. Um when you look at calling in Paul I mean, I just again why is Paul Ariel included to begin with? I don't really know. But when we have these kids who are like, you know, twenty, twenty one who are playing in the French League one or, you know, uh what's his face? P Fuck in the in the Champions League and, and Swiss uh Swiss League One, you know, it I just you know. Wonder what his uh, his uh, his thought is yeah. there. Yeah, I think he, you know, part of it is his experience factor, age. Um, Ariola is a little bit older, maybe a little more experienced.
0: Um, yeah, great locker room um, you know,
1: guy. Sure. We can't and, say Ariola's five years younger than all three of us, so we can't say that, or else we're gonna feel old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> an old class. Yeah. <laughs> we're saying he has a wealth of experience. You know, <laughs> he's five years younger, but uh, yeah. Um, you know, Conrad, Conrad, he's been playing well in France, you know, when he, when he played in our last window, you know, I was excited to see him play, but I think I told Danny, my thoughts were that he was, uh, it was all smoke and no fire, right. A lot of flash, a lot of good things that you see. Oh yeah, man, that guy looks good. And then what's the output. We don't get any finished, finished product, right. No end product, no end result. Um, but he looks good. It's the same with Sergino Dest a little bit, right. It's kind of, a. uh, uh I, I I grow tired of that. I mean, yeah, it's the flair is always fun to watch and see, but at the end of the day, we need we need results, we need output, and um, you know, so hopefully that these guys uh, that are called up can can deliver. So, do you guys want to transition a little bit into talking about the the three games and the three opponents that were? Uh, facing in this
0: window. Well, yeah. Maybe first, are there any other snubs, Gabe? That uh, you're like, man, any any of these three spots, or or you know, not necessarily goalkeeper, but defenders, midfielders, forwards, the guys, or you're thinking, why are these guys here, or or yeah, or, I got some. Why are these, I got guys, why are are these here? guys
1: here? Um, <laughs> okay.
0: I, yeah. Okay. I, what's
1: the what's the love with George Bella? You know, just you know, all things considered, and and what we have available. I, I mean, I understand he's a young player. He's great. He's coming up. You know. Nineteen twenty, whatever he is, um, he's a left-footed left back. Um, that's that's about it. because we don't have many. We just well, don't have. We, many. we don't. We don't. It's, it's wouldn't, you rather give, wouldn't you rather give Brian Reddell some exposure, or give you know, in, in, a, in a national not team a left, pool? Not a no, no. I mean, in a, in a national team pool, because he's obviously not going to play. I mean, is is George gonna,
0: Bello going to play any minutes George, in the next? I I bet you we do see. I mean, I don't think Anthony Robinson goes a full ninety all three games.
1: No, yeah, no, I don't think we will either. But I don't think we're gonna put George Bello in either. We'll find well, another way. To, I mean, we'll play. A I three, think we will. Five, George, two, Bello, or... George Bello started against Mexico in the Concacaf Gold Cup final. Yeah, well, Greg, that's, Greg that's trust that's
2: him. Teams. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, but you see, half the guys on that Gold Cup roster here on this roster, though, here too. So. Maybe not half, yeah. right? But you see, probably five, six, seven, eight guys from that Gold Cup yeah. roster here. So, right. I, I mean, I think Cody's right. I mean, it's another left-footed foot left back. It's depth for Anthony Robinson. Um, and I mean, the reality is, is we are that's probably our one of our areas where we are the least deep uh, yeah, anywhere standing, in the field. We're thin yeah. in that spot. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I would, but I, mean, I would just say would,
1: I'd rather find another system than riding with. Uh, Anthony Robinson and George Bellow as my we gotta play with these two guys.
0: Well, I wish we had more options because this is all we got. we we can find another system. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you want to go back to the 3-5-2, the disaster we saw in the first half against Honduras?
1: Uh, hey. Or whatever we were playing. It was a disaster for three, the we first were playing. Uh, 180, what, 180 plus 45. <laughs> 180 plus 45 <laughs> first... <That's laughs>
0: However, was, like, first five halves we played, it was a disaster. So, oh, I agree. You know, it, was, well, it was
1: the last 45 There is the only part we've looked good in, in World Cup qualifying.
0: Those 45 minutes saved Greg Berhalter's job, yeah. I, I, I think. That's yeah. what um, I'll say. Well, what do you guys think about Luca De La, Tor- De La Torre, you know, coming in, you know, posting his own video comp I'm out. and then j- getting into the team? I'm you out. guys, not not a fan. I'm out.
1: Stop posting your own. Like those highlights look terrible. Like they're not even highlights. Like if you're not, if you're still
2: doing <laughs> so, that, like,
0: there's not professional
1: athletes that still do that. Like I just gotta say, until we get past that point, like there's no. Why like, are we calling come, you in?
0: If he comes in, he scores a goal. Does that change your mind?
1: No. Stop posting your own highlights. What if he okay, adds I that your goal mind as to player. his own highlights? Yeah, how many through balls is he going to miss in the meantime?
0: <laughs> hey, but that was. Yeah, one I will. I will to... say,
1: I will say, it's a little desperate and kind of funny that uh, he posted his own highlights. <laughs> it's, it's,
2: yeah, and I mean, they're not even but, highlights.
0: But, just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the of the matter, the last window, right? We had we we didn't have guys who could progress the ball in the midfield. It was. It was honestly like it almost felt disastrous at times in the midfield, especially on the road. At home, it was just moving it back and around, and not really progress it forward. Um, zero urgency against Canada. So, how is that going to look different this time around? I know we were, you know, jumping in here. We, we, we got Musa. We got Musa.
1: That's why. That's why it's going to look different. Hopefully. <laughs> what's the difference between Con- What's the difference between Conrad De La Fuente and fucking uh, Sorry and. Uh, Excuse me, sorry everybody out there. And Luca De La Torre, like they play the same. They're literally doing the same thing, except for Conrad doesn't post his own highlights.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I mean, yeah, like, fair, I just, fair, point. Yeah. I
1: mean, At a certain, <laughs> certain all point, all smoke and no fire. Yeah, so. uh, these game stats. Well, what do you guys think? Let's uh, let's let's break through these three games, starting with uh, October seventh. Oh, Jamaica. I have my. Can I go with my hot fire questions? I have yes, yeah. hot fire questions. All right. Okay. All right. Three games. Who's the leading score for the U.S. Men's National Team? In these three games. In these three games. Like? In these three games.
0: I like that question. Fred I Ben Aronson. You know, I, mm, mm. Going with the yeah. Okay, I like that. Uh, I mean, that was gonna be my pick too. To just to maybe balance something else out. No, you know, it wasn't. You are gonna say Pepe. Well, no, I was actually going to say Tim Weah. I think uh, this is going to be Weah's breakthrough camp. I, I think he so. starts. I think he scores. Um, I, I mean, he looked great uh, in his match over the weekend here for, uh, for Lil. So, uh, you know, I hope that uh, he comes on and actually has a monster performance because the U.S. needs it right now when, when we're lacking in that winger position and our first-choice guys. So I, I hope that he comes in and tears it up.
1: For me, it's definitely going to be Conrad De La Fuente. <laughs> uh <laughs> kidding? no I I think it's going to be uh you know I'm going to go with the, since you guys took uh, some hot takes I'm going to go with my own I'm going to go legit I think legit's going to come in with with two or three goals Greg clearly loves him for some reason and uh you know he'll uh he produces, man. Hey, he, he gets it done. He'll, exactly. He'll play 27 minutes in each game and get a goal in all three, probably. <laughs> all <right.
0: laughs> I like that. I like that. Hey, if we he, just scoring, man, I love it. Whoever yeah. <laughs> scored, I, I'll take it. There you go. Yeah. You got other questions, Gabe? Oh, yeah. All right. What's your hot take? True, More hot true or false? Yeah.
1: Ricardo Pepe scores in these three three games. All three? Okay. Or do you say no, no, just, at least just once. scores once in these three games?
0: True. Absolutely true. He's getting two goals. Wow. Games, okay, I'm yeah. definitely going false then. Do <laughs> so you think it was just an uh, anomaly? He, he got his uh, incredible performance it, well, there. Down I'm just Honduras. saying,
1: how, how many minutes is he going to play in these in, that, in these three
0: games? Well, I think he starts the first one. You really? You think yeah. he's starting? Yeah. I think he starts the first. I mean, why would you not? In, you know, Gre- Greg Berhalter started Texas. him in Honduras. Yeah.
1: I, I. Yeah. That that gets into. Let's talk about this one, and then, Gabe, let's let's have you follow up with the, some more of your questions. But the October 7th game versus Jamaica in Austin, Texas. I think you go with hot hand Ricardo Pepe from his home state. And, uh, you know, we're going against a Jamaica team that's sitting at the bottom in the standings of our CONCACAF uh, World Cup qualifiers. So this is, uh, in theory, a little bit of a weaker team at home. Uh, I think you can go with Pepe. I think you can get the result here with honestly with the weaker lineup. I think you might be able to rest some guys too, like John Brooks. I don't know if we need him for this game. Dest, um, you know. Um, Breaking news! Did you guys hear? Leon Bailey no. is not not playing for Jamaica either. They they oh. he's not called up for this uh, this next three games. I don't know what the deal is there, oh. but um, yeah, Leon Bailey is not going to play big. for Jamaica. I mean, what's, they tell- going,
0: on? what's going on there?
1: They still have Mikel Antonio and uh, a couple of those others. Uh, and and I, one of my questions was how many saves is Andre Blake making this game?
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. so it, it, it might be
1: hopefully not a yeah, double I'm digits. i go double
0: digits because yeah. I
1: think it's going to be a full peppering. But I, I
0: again, I, well, I don't I know I who's hope, getting the goal. I hope. And I mean, not after what we saw in that Gold Cup. It wasn't like our, our best performance against Jamaica. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right, Cody. I, I mean, I think when you're in Austin, you, you start Ricardo Pepe. I mean, again, he, he's been our best forward for this U.S. men's national team pool, and he did it in the, the most clutch performance that we've seen in a long time from any forward. So you got to start Pepe. And did you, did you, were you think you wanted to go through the whole starting lineup there? I'd what, still, year? I mean,
1: yeah, i yeah,
0: I'd still go Pepe up top,
1: and then I think I'd still go Aronson and Wea as our wingers, you know, McKenney, Adams. I'd go jet. Look, um, starting McKinney? Yeah. He's forgiven? Uh, look, I, I, I look at it this way. If he's there in the camp, then he's been forgiven and he's done the right things to get back on track with the team. And now we move forward, right? Um, but at the same time, maybe we don't need him in this first game because of the, you know, on paper, it's a weaker opponent and it's at home. So maybe you can roll with Legit. Tyler Adams and Kellen Acosta. And then you bring Eunice Musa on. Um, yeah, I think I'd still go with Anthony Robinson. I think we need John Brooks in there, actually. And he's not going to work that hard, I don't think, in this game. But he can be a guy who's utilizing his best attribute, which is his passing range. you got to stay straight to sure line up again because uh, you lost me. You named like 25 <laughs> players there. <laughs> Who started? No, I, I, I didn't say 25 players, <laughs> There's 11 that start. I still go Turner and goal. I give Miles Robinson the start and then Dest the start. Um, so that that's my lineup there. We're going double
0: Robinson in the back?
1: Uh, yeah. A-Rob and M-Rob.
0: There you go. Love it. Love it. No, I, I do like John Brooks being in there still. I, I mean, again, yes, that he had some bad performances in that first window. Of course. Can he turn it around? Absolutely. And when you're going to be at home, again, when, whenever we're at home – you got to think that we're gonna be we're gonna have more of the ball, and when we have more of the ball, that's when you want John Brooks on the field. Right. So I think that he starts this first game, and I hope that he turns it around and gets back into a good rhythm. Yeah. So I want to see him in the back with Miles Robinson. I think, in theory, that it probably is our best pairing at the moment. Yeah. Um, I want to see I want to see Sergio Des play in this game again. He had a really actually, overall good first forty minutes against Canada. Besides one one mistake, getting beat by one of the best players in the world, Alfonso Davies, but besides that, was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I want to see him, Anthony Robinson. I want to see now. Do I want to see Musa start? Yes. I, I don't think that's <laughs> going to happen. So uh, what I what I think is going to happen um, is probably going to be Adams, McKinney, Leggett, um, which I think is a good, is still a good starting middle three. Um, but I do want to see Musa come on, depending on the situation of the game, um, sometime in that second half, hopefully uh, for Leggett, um, if if that if that scenario presents itself, along with you got Aaronson, Wea, uh, and Pepe up top with turn- Turner and goal. Yep. It's a good lineup. It's
1: a good lineup. Um, what are we expecting out of this game? Results-wise. I mean, obviously, we, we got to have a win. But uh, with score predictions. I mean, I'm hoping for a shutout and a 2-0 win in Austin. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, I think anything, anything less uh, than a win is unacceptable. Um, so... I think it's got I think we got to not like in Canada, we got the one goal lead and then we kind of, we didn't go for the kill there. Um, so I think when we get one, we got to go for two When we get two, we got to go for three extend this. We get, I mean, goal differential could be a factor here, even in potentially tiebreakers down the road. So, um, let's go out there and, and show that in Jamaica, you guys can stay at the bottom of this CONCACAF table here as we're going to, we're going to go out and beat you guys. Now, Jamaica's, I mean, they're good, though. I mean, Gabe, you mentioned it. They've got some really good players in their team. Um, We've just got – I think we've just got better. So, um, I I think we have to go out there uh, and take it to them. I'm expecting 2-0 or or 3-0 would be something that I would hope hope we see. And something, again, not just the goal, not just the scoreline, but hopefully the performance is something that uh, we're looking for because I don't think we saw something in those first three games uh, as a whole. We didn't see one complete game uh, throughout there in the entire first three games. No, we didn't. We didn't. So,
1: yeah, we're we're definitely
0: looking – forward to hopefully putting
1: together two quality halves of, of good football right um for 90 total minutes or more um versus just kind of good glimpses here and bad glimpses there you know so um but yeah definitely definitely must win game against jamaica bottom bottom of the barrel right now in the standings at home you gotta win no excuses. I mean, if we lose that game, then even I'm going to start to um, switch switch over to the uh, call for Burr Bo- Halter to be
0: fired. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I the fact that, of the matter that's is, how is you can't that game is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you, you can't drop points at home. So, dropping points at home to Canada was bad enough. If you yeah. were to actually lose at home to a team that is going to be at the very bottom of the World Cup qualifying table, yeah. that is absolutely uh, a fireball offense in my mind. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that you got to see three points there. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, and this is going to be a game where we're going to face an opponent that's going to sit in a low block and look to counterattack with their explosive players going forward. Right. So it's going to be another frustrating game of possession. And I hope we don't get locked into our, you know, passing around the back and our U-shape, you know, uh, without any threatening passes that break lines and get forward and generate attacking opportunities right? Um, because that, that, that's what Canada did against us. It's the recipe to beat U.S. or take points away from the U.S., especially on U.S. soil. I mean, so that's how every team's is going to come and play us, and I would expect Jamaica to do that. Um, and uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we have enough uh, creativity on that day to pick the lock and, and get it done.
0: Yeah, I think we've uh, unfortunately lost Gabe here. Technical difficulties on his end, but uh, Gabe, we appreciate all you, you brought to this podcast. We'll see if he comes back on and joins us. But uh, yeah. So after the after that game in Austin against Jamaica, uh, U.S. flies down to Panama, which could be honestly a, a, a massive matchup um, on the road, taking on a team that we could be tied for in points at that point. Um, so, I mean, Cody, What are your expectations? We go on the road. How much squad rotation is there? Um, and what are your expectations for for points in that game?
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know the Panama game down there is. That's going to be a tough road game, no question about it. I mean, Panama's shown in their um, in the previous window that they're no one to uh, overlook, right? And uh, I think definitely playing down there and on the roads is, is gonna be difficult. So we need a strong lineup here. We need a tough, gritty group of guys that are gonna go into uh, away from home in a hostile environment to at least get a point. If we can get a point or better down there, then I'm happy. Um, so you know I'm open, I'm hoping that we can get that done. What are your thoughts?
0: Am yeah, I, I here? Think we may have. Yeah, we've got Am Gabe back. Gabe, 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 bring the hot takes from the Panama match.
1: Oh, well, let me take it back to Jamaica. We're tying zero. Okay. Uh, Andre Blake is going to have thirteen saves, and <laughs> we're going to really be hating who our forwards are come after that game. Um, <laughs> but jump into jump into Panama quickly. Um, again, that's wait. So you're
0: not... saying so 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 wait real real quick. So you're saying we're going to it's going to be a zero zero tie there in Austin. Yeah. I think, so I think so. We're dropping both of our first two home games. We'll have drop dropped points. So yeah. So you think that's what's going to happen there?
1: Yeah, I, I do. I mean, you look at what Jamaica's going to roll out versus what we're going to roll out. Jamaica, like Cody said, is going to sit back. They have maybe the best goalie in Concacaf outside of Kayler Navas, who's you know, you know,
0: still playing at the
1: highest level. Matt um, Turner, uh, man, come on. Batter <laughs> is just got lucky once or twice. Um oh, with a disrespect. <laughs> and, and 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 the Jamaica team is pretty good. I mean they their their starting lineup is gonna be mainly players who play in England's top two divisions and or the MLS and or some other top five division in or top five uh, league in Europe. And you know, it's not going to be a pushover game. I don't know how much of a this is our first. I would have to guess our first uh, World Cup qualifier ever in Austin. So I don't know what kind of home environment that's that's going to You know, bring. Uh, I mean, again, that's a question. That's one of my questions for later. Is is what is America's home field? What where 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 is a home field advantage? Because we just bounce around and and you know, depending on where we play and and the. Uh, socioeconomic parts of this country and, and who's going to show up and uh, where is our home field. But, you know, I, I don't feel like uh, uh, nicking three points off of, of Jamaica is a for, a, a for sure thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's fair. I, I, I would agree with you, but I, I would say if we don't get three points, I'd say that's a another disaster at home.
1: Well, uh, we said that twice. we said it how many times already? It was a disaster. We didn't get three points off El Salvador. It was a disaster. We didn't get three points off of Canada, we got lucky, Honduras. So I'm just saying it. it you know, to manage it's, expectations. No, and you're fair. Man, manage expectations, and and just like as Cody said, know know what uh know what's coming. A bus is coming, and you're gonna have a team yeah, that's yeah. gonna sit back, and they are gonna let you, encounter. They're gonna let you pepper it from outside <laughs> the box, and yeah. uh, you know, good luck. And you're not gonna, <laughs> you're probably not gonna beat them in the air. You know, judging their. You know, uh, we're not a, an aerial team, and, and who's going to get up there and score one? And so, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely a stiff test. Well, so you're let's say let's make we sure we have
0: uh, make sure we have Miles Robinson giving John Brooks some really good coverage. I don't I don't necessarily trust John Brooks in a foot race. We're exactly. getting countered. Yeah. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> um,
2: so so well, yeah, Pan- Antonio. <laughs> yeah. Panama. Yeah. Panama game. Pana-
1: Pan- Panama actually beat Jamaica three 0 in the last right. World Cup qualifier game.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So. Um, I think that shows that Panama is, is ahead of Jamaica and going down there to to play Panama is going to be a difficult opponent on the road. So for me, yep. I'm going with a little more experience and and we need kind of our best roster available, um, in my opinion, for that game. So I'm rolling with Zardes up top with his experience. Um, I think I still go with Tim Way and Brendan Aronson as the wingers. McKenny, adams and acosta i want in the midfield Acosta is a cage match type of guy obviously adams and McKenney are our two top guys in the midfield and then our best back line is anthony robinson john brooks miles robinson and serginio dest matt Turner's in goal for me so um this might be a game for chris richards in, in my opinion actually um because i just get so nervy with john brooks if he's forced to defend for, for long periods or long stretches of games he's like a at times he looks like he's allergic to defending so i want someone like chris richards who's just going to go in there and absolutely grind it out and uh, i'd be comfortable with richards and and miles robinson in there as a center back pairing to kind of just stick your feet in and get stuck in and and uh and lock it down you know so that's my uh that's my preferred lineup for panama um danny what are your thoughts no i gotta say i we have to just take a quick second is your name danny cody, cody is not employed by the mls i know he loves mls players he's not employed by them this is i don't know why he wants to He's starting and uh
0: danny day you're now free to go well oh, i appreciate it gabe thank you um yeah, I was going to say, actually, I, I do have Chris Richards penciled into my starting lineup here in Panama just because I think that this is – whenever we're going on the road, um, I think it's going to be a game where we don't have as much control. Um, yeah. It's going to be more of a direct game. There's going to be a lot of balls being thrown at our center backs. going to have a lot of headers gonna, that are going to have to win. I think uh, Richards and, and Miles Robinson can provide that in the back. Um, so I think this is a game – again, after starting Serginho Dest – uh, in that first game, I I would want to see either Shaq Moore or DeAndre Yedlin start the second game down on the road. We've we've seen Sergino not perform well in Concacaf on the road, uh, yeah. so I think save him for that third and final game and have him well rested, hopefully. I like um, that. So I want, yeah. So I want I want to see um, again Robinson. I I, I do want to see Anthony Robinson start again. I think that he's a gamer and he can, he's already shown that he can do it. So I want to see Robinson Robinson. Plus, you got Chris Richards, uh, as well as, again, either Yedlin or Shaq Moore across the back. Um, I'd go i go Yedlin, but yeah. Yedlin. Yeah, I think probably Yedlin gets the nod there. I mean, he performed well in the last window. I think that he probably has the edge over Shaq Moore right now. So I think that that would probably be a good call. Uh, I think I, I'd like to see – I mean, Adams went the full <laughs> every single minute last time. Do we see – we, Gabe, do you think we see him go every single minute again?
1: I don't know. I mean, especially looking at this game, looking at the who's Panama starting. I mean, looking at their lineup and who, who they're bringing in, you know, trying to, you know, start predict a starting lineup against that is, is challenging to begin with. Um, you know, they have players who are playing all over the world. We have literally Israel, Panama, Bolivia, Spain, America, Peru, Japan, Slovakia all over the place. Um, so knowing what Panama is going to roll out in that, in that game as well. And who are they playing on the seventh? Do we know who's their game before us?
0: Coaster. Oh, who are they? Who is Panama playing? Yeah. That's I, a good question. I'm sure I, we I can look it up while, to, while we're on the call I don't here.
1: They have to travel before that as well. Um, you know, again, and this is again, trying to think into the kind of the travel restriction stuff. I know Panama's, I think on the red list for a certain uh, few countries and, and knowing if they have a home game before or away, well, I mean it's they whole play, uh, El Salvador. In El On Salvador. The road or home.
0: Um. Uh, I think I think that that, that ban I saw did I did see has been lifted from the UK so for instance yeah, yeah in El Anthony Salvador Robinson. in El yeah. Salvador okay. So I yeah, think no, Anthony I mean, Robinson weird, and Zach like said, can and, travel there now.
1: Yeah, it, and it and it varies by you know like I said they uh Panama's called up someone who's playing in Japan right now. So I don't know what the travel restrictions are from Japan to El Salvador to Panama. Um, uh, so there's a whole nother level of, of trying to figure out who we're playing against. Uh, you know, like you guys say, I, all will you know, best case scenario, I hope we're able to not roll out squad depth, but, you know, give some people a chance to play, uh, uh, in a rocket qualifier that they should feel comfortable and able to win. Um, but again, it's hard to know when you're not knowing who you're playing against, and and Panama's a team that's beat us before. They beat us in multiple competitions, and so it's not it's not a cake game either.
0: So, uh, of course not. Uh, no, certainly not. Just so, to I mean, yeah, so so back to my question: Do you want Adams playing in this game? Do you want him starting and playing and going the full full ninety all three games?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I want us rolling out our every major powerhouse team rolls out there starting 11 for every ball potter. doesn't matter if it's Italy against San Marino. doesn't matter if it's Spain against Luxembourg. You yeah. start with your best and you're going to, okay. you know, if they play 45 minutes and we're up five zero, great. You, you earned your <laughs> breaks. But uh, until then you're still out here representing your country and, and yeah. you go out there and, and, and prove as such. So um yeah, no, I, I I expect us to roll with our best players for all ninety minutes. Everybody in the world's having to do it right now. Every every uh FIFA nation league or or uh, Co- continent league is having to do it. It's three qualifiers in, in ten days, and you have to knock them all out. And you know, it's not ideal situations, and traveling is gonna be different for everybody. But uh, you know, there's a lot uh more harrowing situations going across other parts of the continent that, that we're not having to deal with. So um yeah, no, okay. I would I would expect Adams to get all ninety. That's what I'm saying. If if you're bringing McKinney in, is he getting on ninety for, for all three games or, or what are you bringing him into play?
0: I mean for me, I think he's he's still one of our top midfielders, so I think you gotta roll with him until he's proving that he's not. I mean he's not in the best form right now, unfortunately, for Juventus, but is he playing I think I, all three games or no? Probably not. I think, I think that you're probably yeah. making subs in those eight positions, in the the eight, right? So I think you're probably bringing in subs for him, whether it's Musa or De La Torre or Legado or Roldan coming off the bench. I think you probably see McKinney subbed off at some point. Yeah, yeah. But I, I want to see in that Panama game. I want to see Adams. I want to see McKinney. And since I'm thinking Musa probably won't start that first game, I want to see him start in Panama. I, I
2: think like that he that. he
0: can be. I think he can be a guy who who's able to get in a physical match, win his duels, win that cage match. Cody, you mentioned that kind of that term well, be able why, to win the battles out there.
1: That's why I wanted Acosta because if okay. we're going on the road, I want Acosta in the lineup.
0: And I think Acosta okay. can go
1: 90 if we're in a hostile environment. All right. Here, here's my question. So it sounds like you guys are thinking we'll change lineups depending – no matter the result, we're going to change lineups from Jamaica to Panama – to Costa Rica. To Costa Rica. Yeah. Yes. You're gonna have to rest some guys. You're gonna have to save legs for different games. Uh, it's just the nature of it with three games in a ten day span. And
0: it's, with, an, it's, an, uh, and it's in a it's a seven day span. Yeah, really? that's right. It's in Sorry. a seven day span.
1: So, to you can't expect to play your top eleven guys. Uh, the lineup. I'd be shocked if it's the same lineup all three games. Do you, Do you feel like every country's thinking that way? Yes. Unless you, unless uh, well, because I mean you know, maybe, that maybe the countries that maybe Panama's don't second, have the depth,
0: maybe right. well, it's the ones that don't have the depth.
1: Panama second game in three days or whatever. So are they going right. to be like, we need to start X versus? Can, you know, if, if, I, if I'm Panama, if I'm Panama, I'm looking. Okay, this is our home game. The formula is the same. You got to win your home games and try to tie on the road or win on the road,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? But if you lose your home games, <laughs> you're not going to qualify. So if I'm Panama, I'm saving my best lineup I can for the U.S. at home. Yeah, And I'm rolling with a potentially lighter lineup in El Salvador, just knowing that, hey, if we can pick up a point in El Salvador, great. But we really need to win at home. So I'd expect a full guns Panama lineup, whatever that looks like. Um, and so we need to be prepared for that.
0: I think having uh, Matthew Hoppy, we haven't got to the forwards yet, but I, I want to see him in the starting lineup here. Uh, I think that he can be that guy who goes in the road. I mean, you saw him. He played in that Gold Cup. But, you know, a lot of those games or the game against Mexico and some of the other games, you know, they're somewhat hostile environments, right? Um, so he, he can deal with that. So I want to yep. see Matthew Hoppe uh, on one of those wings. I think depending on who plays better in that first game, Aronson or Weah, you see them on the other wing. Um, and then I think I think it's not a bad call, Cody, to throw Zardes up top, um, give Pepe some rest. And uh, maybe see how his artist does in that kind of again road environment. With that being said though, again now now that I'm saying it, Pepe did perform very well on the road last time. So I don't know, maybe maybe Berhalter thinks let's go flip flop this one.
1: And and, yeah. and is your game two lineup set right now based on that we're winning game one? I mean Probably.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So so <laughs> Yeah, it's in it. If we don't win game one, then what happens? Well then, yeah, then, yeah we still uh, shit starting, has hit are we still the fan. Starting, uh, <laughs> are <we> still starting. <laughs> no, then we're then we're throwing uh, spaghetti to the wall and seeing what. Then sticks. we're calling
0: in Pulisic and Reyna and saying, "Hey, I don't care yeah. if you're injured, yeah. you get in here." Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: So yeah, and then uh, if yeah, so, Gabe, to answer your question, yeah, we're expecting a win because uh, if we yeah, don't, seriously. then uh, we got big, 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 big problems. So yeah, but. Uh,
0: all right. Anything
1: else? Anything else for that Panama match in terms of lineup? What we're expecting? Uh, you know, I already told, I already said that I'm hoping for a, a point or three points. Uh, if we lose there, I will not be happy. Right? I think uh, um, that would not be acceptable. Yeah. Thoughts, Danny?
0: I think if we can get a point, I think that that's the expectation. If we could, if we could steal three points in the road against Panama, a team that's playing very well right now, is tied with us on points in the table. That would be massive because, right? That that's a big that's a big you know uh, game changer yeah, swing. Of, on the table there. Swing, swing yeah. match. Thank you. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if we could get that one, that'd be huge. But I think if we came away from there with a point, I would be totally fine with that. What do you think, Gabe?
1: I mean, yeah, that was one of my 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 questions is, are we coming over under six point five points in these three games? <laughs> and you know, <laughs> assuming we uh, points meaning like you know home win draw or home draw loss. Um if soon if assume you win the two at home, then either you're getting a point in Panama to get us up to seven, or you're not getting a point in Panama and we're just getting six. So for me, I don't know if I would take the over on a on the six point five points uh for the American Well team. since you've already
0: got us tie in Jamaica, I think you yeah you're probably yeah, in track. I'm probably
1: <laughs> under that. I don't know if we get do you guys feel confident? Would you change – hey, Danny, would you change – Do I feel
0: confident? No, not with Greg Berhalter right now, unfortunately. Oh,
1: okay, Alex. <laughs> I, I, <yeah. laughs> I, feel, I feel confident. I'm going to say that. I feel confident. We're getting seven points or more in this window. So, um, moving on to the last game then, October 13th, Costa Rica at home in Columbus, Ohio. Your boy um, turns 31. That's on Gabe's birthday. Uh, <laughs> Who wants 31. to go to Columbus? Nobody. We're going, we're going to Columbus for your birthday. And uh, no, we're not. Sorry. No, we're not. no, no I don't want <laughs> to We'll be great, though. I, I don't want to be there either.
2: It's
1: all good. Yeah. We can go to Um So for this game, I think you roll with your best remaining lineup. Whoever's still got gas in their tank. Whoever's still ready, fit, ready to go. I mean, Adams, you can count on, uh, I, I would think, unless he gets injured. I think you still go with Anthony Robinson. Brooks is back in the mix here. Miles Robinson. I think you roll back with Dest again, right? Because hopefully he'll have been rested down there in Panama. Um, I think you go with, you know, LeJet or Musa or McKinney. Um, Acosta will have probably just played a, a, a tough road game in Panama. I don't know if he'll have the legs or be ready to go for this game. If he is, I'm okay with that. Um and then I think uh, it's a toss-up between do you roll with Zardes or Pepe? I think you go with Zardes because he's his hometown, right? Hmm. Well, well, not not a not a bad
0: not a bad take there, yeah. but
1: I mean yeah, he's not, not he's from take. he's from LA. He's a SoCal guy, right? Yeah. But um, you know, obviously playing his club football in uh, in Ohio there, so I think you gotta like we're saying Pepe's uh, you gotta start him in Texas because. <laughs> Because he's uh, in his home home state, you got to do the same thing uh, with Jossi when we go to play uh, Costa Rica there. I, and I then think, I think I, you bounce back yeah. with Tim Weah and Brendan Aaronson for me on the wings. So I think if they can go, if everyone's healthy, and that's your best remaining players, your best remaining lineup to, to get a, three points at home in Columbus against Costa Rica, then you do that.
0: Yeah, I, I think in that third game, I think you said it, just roll with whoever, whatever the best 11 is available. Um, barring injuries, barring form, at that point, who's played well in those first two games? I think between Gas Pepe and, and Tank. Yep. Yeah, between Pepe and Zardes. You know, if Zardes just went the full ninety down in Panama, maybe you do go back to Pepe, right? Because he's had a whole full game of rest. Depending on form, though, right? I think I think really whoever had maybe the better game between the two in those first two games, assuming that they both get a each get a start, which may or may not happen.
1: Oh, um,
0: uh, what I what I want ideally is that
1: they all whoever starts, then the other one comes on for.
0: Yes, I in, agree In that. each
1: game, right? So I would want, you know, let's say Pepe starts in Texas in the first game. I want him to go 60 to 75 minutes, and then you bring Jossi on. Then in Panama, I want Jossi to go 60 to 75 minutes, and then you bring Pepe on. A fresh okay. a fresh forward, whether it's Zardes or Pepe coming on against tired legs of the opponent, that's a good sub, right? So yeah. I, I yeah. would hope that we do the same thing, unless you're just riding with the same guy for each game 90 minutes because um, they're playing well. But that would be that would be my rotation uh, up top. You well, know, you got we Hoppy that could Hoppy. also play Yeah, it. yeah, I, yeah. He's he's kind of a joker, right? Uh, you could play him anywhere, right? You could play him as a nine or seven eleven. Anywhere in terms of, I mean, the front three. I mean, he he's but, said um,
0: that he's a he's more of a nine than he is a winger. So, right. I mean, I'm sure that he's going to continue to say that to Berhalter. Right. I mean, we only have two official nines right yeah. on this roster, so. Maybe he does get a look in one of these games, even as a sub, as a nine. I, I, I don't yeah. know if we see that or not, but yeah. um, I think you rolled your best 11. I think I do want to see, um, again, hopefully, again, it's all it's all so much is contingent on that first game, right? You're at home. You're expected to win. You want to get that W. If you don't get that W, you put yourself in a very hard place going to Panama because you're having to scramble, change maybe what you were thinking of doing uh, knowing that you're going to need a, res- a win in Panama, so right. Uh, right. obviously I-, I think so much r- does ride on that first game against Jamaica. Really sets yourself set yourself up uh, for hopefully a good a good window here. Um, yep. I, I want to be talking to you guys next after this window, saying, "Hey, what a window we had! Man, went out, we just obliterated teams." Right, that's <laughs> what I was saying before <laughs> this last window, though, too, and it just did not happen.
2: And that's what, that's yeah. one of the
0: things I guess why I said. The over under on the the six and a half. And do yeah. I think we're gonna get seven points? I, that's my hope. Am I confident in that? No, unfortunately, just because I think that Greg tinkers with things too much. And I now that being said, I feel like he my hope is that he's learned. and I, I just I'm concerned that he hasn't though. and and he's had so What's... much time to review tape and and see things on and off the field review see their guys you know play in Europe and in the MLS. So, can he get it right now? I, I hope that he does. What's your hope score predictions?
1: <laughs> What's your score predictions for that Costa Rica game at home? I'm saying 2-1. U.S. wins. Gabe? I can't. I'm, I'm not in the business of predicting lineups that are. So, uh, I have How about a zero... scores? How about I... scores? You can okay. predict a score. United States, <laughs> United States, Jamaica, 0-0. Panama, United States, 1-1. United States-Costa Rica, <laughs> 1-1. I, I guess he's going three straight draws. Okay. Oh, Dan, straight Dan, Danny oh. is Mr. Positive. Gabe is not. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I where do you Which game are you most right confident in
0: winning, Danny? I, I would uh, say that that Jamaica game, I, I'm probably most confident. In. Actually, that's not true. Costa Rica kind of a mess right now. So I actually might be most confident in that Costa Rica game um, of the three. I mean, Jamaica kind of scares me honestly. Jamaica, I think, has got a lot of talent that could provide some challenges for us. But uh, I mean, Gabe, you, you know you're not wrong. I mean, the fact of the matter is is that we haven't played to our to our abilities yet. And again, the, I said this before, but the sum has been less than our parts. Um, I think that a lot of that's on the players, but a lot of that's on the coach as well. So you hope that within this these last three weeks between the last game we played to now, the hopefully the coaching staff and the players are able to come together and in these next, three days, you know, you got three days of training. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you got a game on Thursday. Can you get together and figure it out and get the results needed? Because I, I in my mind, anything less okay, if you get six points, not a not a complete failure of your window. But if you get anything less than six points, in my mind that's a failure of a window. Um, especially with two games at home. Yeah. Because that means you that means you dropped twice at home. So um, whether it was a tie or a loss. So I, I think anything less than six points is a failure this window.
1: Do we know why we continuously play in Ohio? Like, is there a reason that every game has to be in either Columbus or Cincinnati or somewhere in Texas? For, like
0: further for, far further north, away from Central American teams, is my is my guess. You know, probably tries to give us the be- the best home field advantage that we can get. All
1: right, I guess.
2: <laughs> nah. Yeah,
0: Pretty I cool. mean.
1: Nashville's pretty close to Canada, I guess. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wish I did know how they chose. You know, I think that they try to be strategic in terms of how they choose their World Cup qualifying home venue, right? That They're that not going to cho- questions.
1: Should we just have a home, like a home, like a Wembley, like our a- own
0: Wembley? Huh? Should we have? I a- wish we
1: did. Should we have a place that we play all of our home games? In the Rose Bowl, no.
0: <laughs>
2: no, we. No, no, but, no. no. Well, <laughs> That's then the problem, right? You can't, you
0: can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't play in, you can't play in L.A., nope. um, especially against Mexico, because then you know it'll be a pro Mexico, pro Mexico crowd. Um, so, I mean, the further the further south you come, there's gonna, you know, the, the the more opposing fans you're gonna see. So I think that's why we do see more games in the north. Plays more into our advantage, I think. Uh, you know, climate-wise, compared to the Central American and Mexican teams. Yeah. In terms of, do we have one one solidified place? I don't know if we'll ever see that. I mean, do you have in mind a, an option, Gabe, where we I might think. where that might be?
1: I think we just play like Hawaii, like we that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's our Alaska. First let's go! Let's <laughs> all go up to Anchorage and play. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. We're just going to play games
1: at the uh, Aloha Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Let's see you get your fans here. Uh, we'll I, throw up more than you. My uh, <laughs> my opinion is the opposite, Gabe. I like having the diversity of different places that we're playing. I think it, it throws the opponent into going, I we never know where the U.S. is going to play, and there's so many different climates and geographical differences in the United States that it makes it tough to plan for. Whereas if we mm-hmm. go to Mexico to play in the Estadio Azteca, we know it's, it's way up in the air, altitude's high, and it's a hard place to play, right? Um, whereas... If we're playing in the States, it could be anywhere. It could be in the South where it's hot. It could be in the North, it's colder. It could be in the Midwest. It could be West, East, United. So, yeah.
0: I mean, Columbus so. has such a rich tradition, right, in terms of playing against Mexico, all of our qualifiers there. Um, right. I think they've already uh, said we're going to be back. Or, no, are we in Cincinnati for the, the Mexico game regardless you know so we we have that tradition of, of being in these different stadiums so now we we include Austin they they've got a rocking atmosphere there incredible stadium great pitch so we're going to hopefully see a, just a, a a huge pro usa crowd there um which we i did, think we, we did, will Qatar 1-0 there
1: it was a good game
0: see, that was the only, it, it, that's
1: the only international game we've ever played in austin texas it was it was a big yeah. 1-0 win against qatar it was hey, a win
0: hey yeah so, can we follow that up here? I mean, I, I, I like let's the go idea back of having to, one stadium. Let's go back
1: to Colorado I, I and Colorado in the snow game.
0: Snow <laughs> Classico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think that, yeah, you do – if you have your one stadium, I just – the reality is I don't think we have that one stadium where we're just going to play all of our home games. So, I think that spreading it out and really keeping teams guessing and uh, trying to really keep it out – <laughs> Where you can have your best home crowd, depending on the opponent you're playing, but, too. But so. if
1: you are gonna have home stadium, make it like seven thousand feet below above sea level. If you're gonna have a home stadium, right or whatever uh, the Azteca is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> smart. <than> smart. <laughs> so, Gabe, did you have uh, any other questions written down that you were gonna throw at us? Okay. Uh, so we or... You guys are both going over the six point five points.
0: Yes, I am. I, I will say yes to that, although I am not confident.
1: Alright, I'm going below it. Alright, I'm going below it. Um I don't expect much from you guys, but will El Salvador qualify for the World
0: Cup? Mm. That is a
1: that's a good uh, question. They have a lot of dual nationals who grew up in SoCal who, and now play for El Salvador. Hugo
0: Perez, the legendary US men's national just, team player, they're just now.
1: They're just going at people now. They're not. They're not sitting back. They're just attacking. El El Salvador is the Leeds United of CONCACAF. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I love it.
0: Well, here, Gabe. Here's a question uh, They will you. not Would qualify. You, ooh. <laughs> You're probably right. I I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they will not qualify as well. Although, I do love Hugo Perez. and Here's a question for you, Gabe. Would you take Hugo Perez over Greg Berhalter? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I love it. (laughs) I think a lot of – It's like defense. Neither
1: do I. Me and Hugo would be
0: great. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. Also, Gabe, let's get your take. I mean, while we've got you on here, um, you know, now we've seen one window. We've got another window coming up. What's going to be – um after maybe let's just let's just look at the near side first and then we'll go far far long term what what are the what are the standings going to look like after these next 3 games who's going to be on the top who's going to be in the second third fourth
1: can you give us a quick uh how the standings look right now after three games yeah i got them mexico's on sure. 7 points canada us and panama on 5 costa rica Honduras, el salvador on 2 jamaica with 1 it's okay. all tight Bottlenecks yeah, without knowing who's playing who. Um if the US is not in the top three, that's a disaster. Okay. <laughs> this is a chance yeah. for us to move ahead, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Or separate from Panama. We're tied with Panama right now. If you go ahead that's to head not... with them, you can get you can get away from them, right? But Canada our... we have no control over right now because they're obviously playing other opponents here. So they could stay with us or they could move ahead of us if we don't get it done. In all right. likelihood, Mexico's gonna have sixteen points after this, these
0: three games, right? That's you think, they, you think they go three for three? I,
1: I'm, I don't know who they're playing, but I would assume so. No, Mexico's no. got Canada, Honduras, and El Salvador. Is that Canada at home or away? Um, uh, let's see. Yep, Canada at home, Estadio Azteca. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reality Hon- is Honduras won- away, El Salvador okay. at home.
0: I mean, yeah. So, we, we want Mexico to win every game they play oh, in. Re- no, El Salvador away.
1: Sorry. El Salvador away. Okay.
0: So, okay. they've got two road games. Mm-hmm. I would,
1: I would okay. expect Mexico to be over 6.5. No, they've got – they. sorry. They've got two home games. I apologize. Uh, they play Honduras in the Azteca as well. So, okay. their first two, okay. Canada and Honduras in the Azteca, and wow. then they go to El Salvador. They're going
0: to have nine points. They're going to win yep. those first two games, and they're going to yep. win El Salvador. Yeah. So, so, they're so going to have nine points. Well, in that – we want, we need Canada to lose, right? Canada had a great first window. We need Canada to lose to Mexico. We need Canada to drop points. Honestly, we, we, want, we
1: want Mexico to run the table.
0: Yeah, yeah. Besides against us, right? So yeah, we want them yeah. to win every game except against us. Yeah. So let's.
1: So they won these three games, and then yeah. uh, I. I like yeah. how Gabe's more confident that Mexico will win than the U.S. will. <laughs> so much more oh fun. yeah, Mexico will win these games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you it's seen funny. America go to honduras no have you seen to honduras yes three zero i win they're
0: good <laughs> okay so you've got mexico on top do you so you do you have the u.s in the top three after this window gabe
2: i do
1: i mean they better be i mean i, I don't i would never bet on america but uh i i they better be in the top three after this window Right? Yeah. It's interesting. So you said they're coming away with three draws, yet they're going <laughs> to still be in the top three. So if everybody, yeah. if everybody ties, if everybody ties, Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just. Oh, this is great.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Interesting calls there, Ramirez. <laughs>
0: yeah. In my, in, in my mind, I think after this window, I think hopefully we do see some separation Mexico and the U.S. in front. And then I, I'm hoping even we see a little bit of a gap. I think we, I hope we see Canada and Panama both drop points elsewhere as well. So I'm hoping that we see U.S. and Mexico up top, you know, pulling away that's at 16 and 14 points, uh, mm-hmm. or 16 and 12 points, um, and then the other teams, you know, 10 and below. That would, that would be an ideal situation for the United States. I, I you know, honestly, yep, for sure.
1: I feel like just the very point on Wednesday night.
0: Th- <laughs> Thursday night, yeah. Is it Thursday? This Thursday. Or oh, are you saying the next one, the following Wednesday after our third game?
1: Is the first game the seventh or is it the eighth?
0: The first game is on Thursday this week. The seventh. So That's we'll fair. see what happens there. But, Gabe, any any final hot takes or final uh, party Are we ready for the yeah, uh, hot
1: takes brought to you by uh, Fireball?
0: No? No, I don't think so. Okay. okay. Different segment, people. <laughs> Well, Cody, any final thoughts from you?
1: No, it's uh, you know, it's always interesting to have uh, Gabe on here and give his uh overwhelmingly positive thoughts on how well the US is going to do. Um, he's definitely a uh, pessimist, which is fine, which well, is let's fine. Do a quick little recap. I mean, whole city is sitting 20th in the championship. Uh 2-2 two, two and 4.
0: Okay, that's enough of whole city talk. We'll keep it US Men's National team. <laughs> I as mean, much as we all love the Tigers, Josie uh, played there
1: once upon a time. Okay,
0: that's true. Uh, <laughs> whole U.S. Men's National Team history there. You're right. You're right. Fair <laughs> point. No. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. No. It's always an honor to be here. I wish I could be more positive, but you know, I. You're know a realist. I was,
0: I was
2: born.
1: I'll when, call you. So, I'll call you uh, a realist instead of a pessimist. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't. I don't blame me for being born in America. Here we go. <laughs> Hopefully, we qualify for this one. Oh, oh, oh! oh that was my last question. For the 2026 World Cup, do Mexico, Canada, and U.S. all qualify automatically? Like, who qualifies?
0: I don't think they've officially announced that yet, but I think that that is the, kind of the assumption right now.
1: So all three qual- qualify? So the, what, what are the con qual- qualifiers going to
0: be? <laughs> it's a great question. We don't we don't have those answers yet. But, Gabe, when we have those answers, we will bring them to this podcast. Wow. <laughs> I'm just here trying to break that'll, you... that'll be in a few years. I'm <laughs> just out here trying so. to break bring... news. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cody, Gabe, thanks for uh, jumping on. Uh, this has been Play of the Advantage, U.S. Men's National Team Podcast. I'm Danny. Uh, have a good night, everyone, and go USA.
1: Go City.